Greetings everyone and welcome back to the Evolution podcast. Um, I wanted to speak today about a thought that I had during a sound bath which I gifted myself. Um, I haven't gifted myself something like that for a while um, which is strange to me and it's actually something that I spoke to about um, from one of the Middle Path Movement team members. Um, if I look back to when I did my um, first yoga teacher training in India, it really was one of the most transformative experiences of my life. And I was talking to my team member about how powerful it was and how much I would love to go on a teacher training course again. Not necessarily to study um, the scriptures, although yes, that is a huge part of it, but more to immerse myself in that transformative experience and dedicating, you know, those hours, those days to self and to feeling good and to feeling aligned and to understanding self better. But anyway, so during this incredible sound bath, which I gifted myself, um, after having this very discussion, I was taken into uh, a state of deep meditation and deep thought, which was incredible. Um, sound really is just something else, and to have huge gongs and bowls and bells ringing around me, um, such a blessing. I came around from the experience feeling like, I, I told the practitioner, a wonderful lady, um, I felt like I'd just been floating on a cloud and I had no idea how long I'd been there for, but it was incredible and I came to think about um, structure and spirit when I first started middle path movement um, finding balance between structure and spirit was the slogan um, before I kind of immersed into evolution uh, and the know thy ego know thyself evolution slogan or catchphrase or however you, however you want to call it but why structure and spirit I feel the two complement each other. I don't know if they're necessarily, in my perspective, the same um, as, you know, hot and cold, sun and moon, yin and yang, but they definitely uh, need each other to flow and flourish, I feel. I feel that without structure, spirit floats <laughs> and doesn't necessarily have direction. Um, it doesn't, you know... In humanity, uh, structure allows spirit to kind of keep its, <laughs> if we're personifying spirit, two feet on the ground, to keep us rooted, to keep us in place, to keep us moving with intention. When we look at the definition of intention, at least in the dictionary, um, there's actually two definitions. And the first of these is an aim or a plan, um, which, you know, gives gives our goals, gives our ideas, gives the um, fruit of spirit somewhere to go, somewhere to grow, somewhere to flow. <laughs> um, but the other definition of intention, which I feel is really interesting, is the healing process of a wound. And this, I feel, is really powerful. Um, you know, I, I thoroughly believe uh, and know in my own experience that spirit can heal. Um, a spirit doesn't even necessarily suffer. It's our ego. It's our human experience that creates suffering. So 
spirit can heal but it's that intention it's that structure that um, allows our human experience to to yeah go in a certain direction to heal to learn and this takes me on to kind of where this thought process began in my cloud experience over the years um, in my self-discovery journey um, which of course is still happening um, I kind of pick up different modalities different structures that help me to attune to my spirits my soul um, my shushumna my my inner guidance my inner line my powerful meridian um yoga for sure has been the most powerful and has and I feel will continue to stick with me um but uh the most recent for me has been human design um before that I kind of touched on numerology um before that a bit of astrology I've never really gone really deep into any of them but each of them have um given me that kind of guidance and reassurance and structure that I've needed for uh in certain times um guidance is powerful especially when you are on your um journey of self-discovery because there are certain points in the journey I feel and other people I've spoken to feel where it can feel kind of lonely like even if you meet people along the way um who are on similar paths each of us know that um no one can heal ourselves but us yes there are Um, forms of guidance there are gurus there are teachers there are counselors there are um, shamans you know whatever it is that comes on your path in whichever way uh, the structure takes you (laughs) Um, at the end of the day no one's going to heal yourself but you no one's going to heal us but us we've kind of got to do the in the inner work Um, that's kind of the connection to spirit and so these little structures um, these forms they help they help a lot but on this little cloud journey of mine today um surrounded by gongs and dings and chimes and chongs um I realized that I've kind of stepped away from human design for a bit um which has really been uh my companion over the last few months not because I don't believe in it not because it hasn't offered me levels of guidance reassurance uh, not because I don't feel that it has its place and not because I don't find it interesting. I really, really do. But I f- feel that sometimes these structures, and this is the structure I'm referring to in this case, but it's kind of happened for me several times, can almost be limiting. So how can we honour these structures? How can we find structures Um, that help us to keep our feet on the ground, that help to keep us grounded and connected and human, um, but also kind of reach heights and break free from structures simultaneously. And I feel, especially on my journey, you know, I'm speaking from experience, that that's been a huge uh, recurring lesson, a huge thing that's come up for me, whether it's been society's perspective of like how something should be done or whether it's a school of thought that has offered a level of guidance, but then we remember, well, this is also just what something has written. These are numbers, facts, and where did they come from? Who wrote this? And how much are we um, sticking to what these structures say? 
I've recently moved back to London, um, which has been a dream of mine. Uh, and I, you know, for a while, I really loved living in London. And while the time that I was here before um, wasn't necessarily the right time to get super settled, you know, I was in my my party raving stages and I was studying at university um, life sciences and herbal medicine while um, kind of going out three or four times a week. Um, so it was probably a bit much, but I had a great time and I knew that at some point I would return. But anyway, the reason why I'm saying this is because every few moments I uh, record something, a siren goes off uh, and it's just making me laugh. Um, it's like, it's really good to be here. It really is. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, the reason that I'm I'm kind of sharing all of this um, is because I feel that we, I, and, you know, most people that I speak to, we like to put things in boxes, we like to organise things, um, you know, whether it be our desk space, whether it be our home, um, whether it be our bags, our cars, um, but also our mind. We like to put things in compartments, we like to kind of stereotype or generalise because it makes things easier, it makes things comfortable, and I strongly feel that this is important. A tidy mind, a tidy space allows for our spirit to be free, to flourish, allows us to focus our um, spirit on on uh, rising on expanding consciousness awareness compassion grace so where do we find the balance where do we find the balance between structure and spirit do structure and spirits have to have like equal importance um do we need more structure less spirit do we need more spirit less structure like is everybody a little bit different i feel that this is something that we we could think about a little bit more we could make time for a little bit more um we are in the age of awakening you know more and more people are speaking about spirituality more and more people are understanding it more and more people are inspired by these structures that help us to understand our finer self it helps us to understand what the self is so it's it's a profound time but how much then you know when spirituality becomes um mainstream and again nothing wrong with mainstream I think that mainstream is important it's comfortable but how much then you know when we're in this space of mainstream media mainstream fashion mainstream spirituality if you could call it that how much is this then limiting our um, higher awareness I think for me personally, and this is just one perspective and it certainly doesn't mean that it's right, but this is kind of what feels aligned in my experience, is that these are skill sets, these are tools. Like when I think of um, Reiki, um, I studied for three or four years um, certain levels to get to a certain stage uh, to well now I have a certification that calls me a Reiki master. Um, I don't really like the label and I don't um, necessarily show, show the certificate anywhere however um, Reiki was and has been a, a really profound experience on my own path on my own self-healing journey and it's something that I share when it feels aligned with others for me Reiki the the light of Reiki the intention of Reiki the power of Reiki is that is spirit in its essence but the structure around it that's kind of created this uh, modality, this kind of click, um, these trainings, these courses, 
you know, this is the business behind it. This is the structure behind it. And I feel that that structure is needed in many people's experience to help bring their awareness to that path. It's something comfortable. It's something safe. And for this, structure is powerful. How much structure is needed in um, this sort of modality, in this sort of skill set, I don't know. I think it's different for everyone. I think it's um, unique to every person's experience. How And yeah, maybe the balance between structure and spirit is is unique to each person. I think then what I'm saying is these different modalities, these different tools, these different kind of philosophies and theories are powerful uh, and helpful uh, and everyone's reaction or experience with them is going to be different but what is important in my experience anyway uh, and people around me that I've spoken to is not to get attached is to allow them to help us to um, guide us in a certain way but not to hold us down from reaching further heights Um, and as long as our two feet are on the ground (laughs) as long as we're still connected to earth and the physical um, it's okay to kind of break free from these structures too they at the end of the day everything can kind of become outdated at a certain level of our experience Um, and that's not to say that we can't track back to them or use them or feel comfort with them but beyond that there's always going to be more and our journey to finding self to connecting to spirit um as long as there is that kind of physical realm structure there is that opportunity to stay connected to mother earth um to the land that we live on to our homes wherever we are born in our journey to discovering self through meditation through experience through whichever tools we find the deepest master the highest wisdom is within us um and yeah let us not forget the power that we hold and with that i'd like to share a poem from um evolution volume one revolution starts within and it's something that i wrote when i was in australia um about four years ago um and it's with this kind of ideology in mind and um, the structures that hold us in place and how far this is necessary, healthy and nourishing. Be wild, be free. Be wild, be free, be fruitful. Don't let awareness be thy trap. They're always going to find a way to capture you with facts. Hear them, feel them, understand them, experiment for sure. But should awareness leave one with more pain than before? New Age politics is boasting spirituality. But what's the point in knowing more if it's creating more calamity? Should compassion for another leave one feeling pain? Ask yourself within if you're doing this in vain. Does it come from love or is one filled with guilt, a heart and mind veiled by society's thick quilt? There will always be a balance of what's creating stress. Too much of anything will always be a test. This includes too much of nothing. Rigid minds create a mess. Allow oneself to live a little. Celebration is the best. Rules, diets and order, of course they have their place. Traditions and communities hold much of human grace. But individually, what's driving your rat race? Ask yourself the question, what's creating that straight face? 
You see, our outer reality is a reflection of our hearts. The pain you see around you, inside, is where it starts. But if you take a moment, give thanks for every breath. Simplicity takes over and empties out the mess. Awareness is necessity, but know it starts inside. The mind creates obesity, holding triggers that do hide. So understand your history before seeking revolution. Unleash your inner mysteries, accept your blind confusion. Be free and let your hair down, enjoy this wondrous life. Find balance with the discipline, don't let the rules become the price. Sometimes we've got to live a little, don't always criticise. Freedom is found in love of self, said the warriors of the wise. Know thy ego, know thyself. Egolution. <laughs>